Hello listeners and fellow Game Pass fans. Get yourself set and ready for your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started. Welcome to Game Pass News Recorded Live, Thursday, March 9th, 2023. I'm Nintendo, one half of the awesome GPN crew, Mr. Sean Abbott, the Biscuit Lord from across the pond. He's the other half. This week, we chat about the Paradox presentation. Starfield has a date, again. And Jim, working hard to be Phil's Activision cockblock. Yes, you heard it right. You better sit down, buckle up, because Game Pass News is one crazy ride. And what you're hearing there, people, is the theme song from last week, which is a game from, that everybody loves on the Switch, on the PlayStation, on the Xbox of Cuphead. Oh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. It's cool. yeah. I, I really like the theme song, so. We I'm, liked it so I'm much. I'm I didn't get it, it last week. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been a crazy day, so I didn't have time to re- redo it, and so you're just you're just getting it again, folks. Sorry about that. Actually, I wanted to make sure that Sean was uh, was his memory was doing okay, so he passed. That's good to know. So all's, all's good. How you doing, man? Where am I? Um, I, I don't know. Can't remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I, um, yeah, this is good. Um, not really much to report. Good for you. Lindsay's watching. Well, yeah, I know. Lindsay's busy watching Lizzo in uh, live in concert in Birmingham. So she's like two and a half hours away. She's got Jay with her. So I've been on full dad mode on my own since like four o'clock ish, um, which is why we're so unprepared from this side of the of the globe. Um, and then once I got them to bed, I have been playing Hogwarts because I'm sick of being accused of being bored of it. So I uh, <laughs> thought I would fire it up and play it some more. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Which so I actually enjoy kids, it. Oh, I, I, you are enjoying it? I am. I'm, 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 I'm enjoying it more now. I've been away from it and come back. I seem to have got the combat quite well, even though if you watch the stream back, I don't. it doesn't look that way. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit more switched on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exciting. I uh, I did not get a chance to watch you. Unfortunately, I was uh, I was all over the place today. Um, but I am I'm excited to get to that. I too have been without without my other half uh, for most of this week. Uh, she's doing kindergarten roundup, so she doesn't really get home until like eight thirty at night. Um, so that's been that's been the case Tuesday, Wednesday, and today. And then, and then that's it. She's done rounding up little children, apparently. So, which will be good. Um, so right now, all of our kids need to just be good and do what they're supposed to do, and either sleep or watch TV and don't bug us. That's the point. So, don't bug yep. us, children. For at least for at least the next hour and fifteen minutes, that's everything right. needs to go well. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. No fires. Yes. Hey, Sean. Remember when I told you I had to stake out that house and do that thing and measure that stuff? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to do that, I had to go rustle in some brush. Hey, did you know in the middle of the effing winter, you can get poison ivy? Who the hell knew? <laughs> I've been dealing with that for like all week and it fudging sucks. Let me tell you. Like, 
like, where, where did you where is it that you got poison ivy'd ah right on the wrist and i mean this stuff is legit like i have to wear this bandage because there's a nasty what a, you y'all don't want to hear this it's nasty it's not like like if if it was bible times i wouldn't be here i'd be in a leper camp somewhere like no 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 joke man it is it is some nasty shit and uh it's just it's just been not fun i got a shot in the butt which didn't seem to really do much um uh for the poison ivy at least so i don't know <laughs> fun time for the doctor yeah yeah that was great Hey, funny story. Ah, this is way, this is way off, off track, but funny story. I was in high school the first time I ever had to get a shot in the butt. And the nurse, that witch, she didn't tell me anything. She was just like, okay, you're getting a shot. I don't even remember what it was. It's probably no steroid shot because it seems like I get these, I get poison ivy on the regular. So she's like, yeah, you're going to get a shot in the butt. So just pick which cheek and I'll be back with the stuff. And so she walks out. I have no idea what's going on. I've never gotten a shot in my butt in my entire life, at least my entire, like, like knowledgeable life. So, like, I, she's like, she's like, pick which cheek. So I'm like, well, I guess I want this one. So, like, you know, you, you just pull your pants down. For, for, for anybody who needs, you just pull your pants down, like, a couple inches, you know, on the one side, no big deal. I, like, literally pulled my pants down, like, well, I guess this one? I don't know. And she comes in, and she's like, oh, oh, you, you, pull, well, you can pull your pants. I'm like, oh, oh, it was the most embarrassing time of my entire life. But uh, no, can, no, it wasn't the most embarrassing, honestly, but it's up there. I can't honestly say I have ever received a shot in the butt for anything. I can't huh. even think. And I've had several operations and and visits. So, yeah. It's something about this Pretty, steroid but, shot. But shot free. Yeah, yeah. It's something about this steroid shot uh, for, for poison ivy that I get that they say... Like it would hurt, and it does hurt even in the butt. But because you have more like fat there, it it apparently makes it hurt less. But the shot doesn't hurt. But then you're like, oh, that's fine, and you start walking down the hall when you're done, and all of a sudden it's like somebody is like behind you stabbing you in the butt cheek with a with a knife or something. You know, that's how it feels for like for like five minutes, and then it goes away. But uh, yeah, so there you go. That's more than anybody wanted to hear about my butt. But that's my story. Uh, anything else with you before we uh, move on to our fun event? Uh, no, absolutely nothing. Fun event. So let's move. Yep. So the February Achievement Hunters is done. Um, we had nine entrants. Uh, I've had to not count Evil's Eye on who has messaged to us to be included in the March one. Um, but unfortunately, because you won, I think. Evil Zion can join can join in the March one, but he was out for the February one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and Scott, who was Carnage, who won last month, has still got to sit out for another month. So yeah, uh, before he can re-enter. So those two guys, um, they have killed it again. I think Carnage came first. Um, he was number one on the achievements list, and Evil Zion was just behind him. So like they have got they easily smashed the uh, the cap that we've put on. Mm-hmm. Um. So. So yeah, it's down to. You've moved my screens. Uh. So <laughs> it's Sorry. down to sub average, sub average, sub average gamer and neon synthesis. Um. Both scored four thousand one hundred and twenty game scores. So they are both the grand hunters for me. Ah. Um, okay. So they both they tied for the same score. It, 
unfortunately doesn't tell me who got there first. That's the one downside to this. Mm. Um, so I can't really do anything like that. Then in second place is Ninja Lunchbox with 4090. Third place was 3CGI Freddy uh, with 3710. Um, and then it was Aragon, Aragon 9, Google King, Acid TKO3, Togo Bop, and Frosticles. So well done, guys, for getting in. Um, go, we've got a total of 4,080 entries. So All right. And as you can see, I don't know who. So you can see I'm 1 to 40, 80 here. I don't know who's placed who. We are going to do it on uh, the fifth. The fifth click is the click that matters. Okay. So I'm going to count them off. Uh, one, two, three, four. And this is the one. Five at 2,531. Who is the winner? Uh, 2,531 would be WCGI Freddy. 29 is our winner. Way to go, man. We will let you... We'll get, get a hold of you on Twitter or however we, however we get a hold of you. Whatever way you yep. got a hold of us. I will so, probably... I think I have, a, um, I have him on... Xbox, so what I'll do is after the show is I will send him a voice message and tell him that he has won, and if he gets us his Twitter handle or his email address in a message, then we can sort that out for him. Fantastic. Congratulations, sir. Uh, any other events before we move on to our top stories? Well, it is almost March, well, it's almost March 10th for me, so it's nearly Mario Day, but uh, it's currently March 9th, so nine days deep into this month's um, I've had a couple of people reach out already and asked to be included in this one. So it's if you do, if you are listening, you are watching. Um, let me know if you want to be involved. Um, if not, I'll just try and carry the same list across um, from this month. Also, we're obviously excluding Mister Freddy because he has just won. Um, and I'll keep giving you regular week updates weekly. That's right. Sounds good. So get uh we'll and we'll throw something well we have something on the on the Twitter sphere already, right? Yep, I will I for matches not yet, but I will pin one for matches and I'll also do a post showing okay. everybody's scores. Nice. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Uh to, to top story. <laughs> Paradox <laughs> presentation, paradox showcase. Uh, hey, who could that have been? I don't know. It's up for you to guess, listener. Who was it? You'll never know. Maybe you will. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> paradox showcase. Uh, new games out that they presented. This was a this was a showcase. We're bringing this up because it was presented by Xbox, um, but it's these aren't specifically Xbox Studio games. Um, do we know, are they coming to Game Pass? Do we know anything about... I'm, assu I'm assuming because they... They housed it and... Um, and whatnot. That it is coming. I'm just going to have a quick look now. Um, Paradox. Okay. Well, so new games. I'll just... Uh, City Skylines 2, which I've already said is a, is a... Or I've said in previous is in shows, is a really good SimCity-like. 
Uh, I mean, that's really what it basically is. It's a, it's a more, it's actually a more fleshed out, more detailed, more stuff in it kind of game City Skylines is. So uh, I can't imagine. I'm, I'm really interested to see what they'll do with two. Um, that game is coming. Um, that game was announced. Uh, Lamplighters League. It's a turn-based strategy game. Uh, got a cool art style. I don't know. The turn base for me is probably probably going to knock it out. But uh, my my Mario. I've had enough turn base with Mario Rabbits. Uh, and then Knights of Pen and Paper three. So uh, Knights of Pen and Paper is a stylized role-playing video game developed by. Well, it's developed by, published by Paradox Interactive. We'll just go with that. So, uh, one and two have been on the Switch, has been on pretty much everything. So, I'm guessing that three will probably be the same. Uh, probably make it across all consoles. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just quickly reading for it. Xbox. They've partnered up with Xbox for the showcase, but there isn't any news about them actually being like day one release on. Um, Game Pass. We've already got Shadow Run and City Skylines, the first one on Game Pass. So it's not mm-hmm. a bad thing to say that they'll probably appear on there as they come closer to a to release date. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, on the old Twitter sphere or uh, during the showcase that they're holding in um, is it June eleventh. June eleventh. Uh, they might yes. announce some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. They might announce some stuff then. So they also announced some expansions. Crusaders Kings Three is getting an expansion. That's also a Game Pass game. Um, Europa Ur- Universalis Four. I don't know what that is. Surviving Aftermath getting yep. a Rebirth expansion, and Stellaris is getting an Overlord and First Contact expansion. Yep. The the big one out of this little showcase was their tectonic crossover project that they were doing, which has been run by Rod Humble, which is the guy behind um, Second Life and The Sims. Mm-hmm. They're working on a game called Life by You. And at the end of the showcase, they kind of teased it. And it's got all the feels of The Sim, The Sims, but with far better graphics so next gen style graphics and lots of other little bits and pieces and tweaks like that they haven't shown a right lot of it it was kind of like a a short video and then slid into a bit of gameplay video and then kind of ended so one of those things that's probably like many many years out you would think uh potentially but this has been that that it's been a while it's been rumored for a while to be happening so whether or not they're just trying to build hype by teasing it sure all right oh. all right well that is the uh anything else you want to mention on the paradox showcase uh no the, the that lamplighters league looked really interesting until you saw how much it was like mario rabbits but didn't have all the polish that nintendo had given mario rabbits um mm-hmm. and given that i played that to death to the point where 100 percent of it i am not ready for any more turn-based stuff just yet. God so. bless you. God bless you. We'll talk about that a little <laughs> bit later. I don't know. I I appreciate your your uh, ability to go through all of it. Um. All right. Well, that's the Paradox Showcase. Next, huge drop. We finally know what's going on. As long as they don't move the date again, Starfield Direct coming June 11th, and they dropped 
that the game would be released September 6th. You think they're going to hold the date? You think it's going to hold the date? They for that to be the second date. Is it the second or third date? That's the. I mean, it's the second real date. There was a murky time frame that got shifted to the action, but it's the it's the second real date that's been given. Yeah. So they yeah they need to kind of stick to that. I think you're probably right. I think it, they will. It's, and it's also put a bit of a rush on things because like now I really need to finish Hogwarts, but I've got games like Resident Evil Far Remake that's coming out. Tears of the Kingdom, um, Dead Space remake. So there's a couple of games that you know might just hinder me a little bit. Sure, sure. I, yeah, I there's no way. I mean, the games you just I don't even know how I would do all those. I'm just gonna try to get through Hogwarts and Tears of the Kingdom, which is highly unlikely, but I'm gonna do my best possible job to get through them. Um, before so how, it, did, it took you five years to do Breath of the Wild, am I right? Oh, I was kind of hoping nobody'd remember that, but yes, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, I dr- I dropped it for like three and a half years, but yes, it took me. This is true, and you finished it before Tim. So. That's right. That that's all I'm going for. <laughs> that's the only goal I need. Beat beat the game before Tim. Um. So yeah, I mean, are you are you excited for this date? Are you excited to see what? Where do you where do you land on this? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know for the, the, the thousand hours of dialogue. That's the, every time I think of Starfield, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be really cool. It's going to be like space-style sandboxy crafting-type game where you go out and you go harvest stuff. And then I remember that there's thousand hours of dialogue, and I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I'll see what it looks like in the direct. It depends if they voiced over this dialogue. Is it all really important, or are they saying there's a thousand hours of dialogue because there's lots of side stuff you can do and people just sort of milling around that you can talk to, or is it all story driven? That is what you have to go through to complete the game. Dialogue. Yeah, I I thought we heard that it was it was beatable in like seventy five hours or something like that, or or they because they came out and they were like, there's five hundred hours of gameplay, and everybody basically, um, basically rebelled, and they were like, well, whoa, 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 you you can beat it in a whole lot less, um, but I can't remember the exact time, but I remember them coming out and saying something, um, the fir- the first time. According to Todd Howard, yeah, the Starfield was... length and how long it will take to beat the game's main story is around 30 to 40 hours. So, there you go. So, so you can plow through it pretty quick, it looks like. Or you can spend yeah. 500 yeah. hours in it. Yeah, It all depends on how much you get distracted by stuff. Because that's what I'm finding with Hogwarts. Is, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, look, shiny. <laughs> and then right. you kind of just... 20 minutes later, you're like, well, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that that's my problem with open world games 100%. I mean, that's exactly what happens to me. I I I enjoy the if the I if I love the world, then that's the thing. I'm happy to doodle around in the world and I I think I said this last week like in Hogwarts play around for 2 hours and maybe finish a side quest and maybe not. Maybe I just did a couple of Merlin trials and found some chests and had a good time and and that's great except it really makes you feel like, dang, what did I just do? I haven't progressed at all in the game. So, Well, yeah, and that's like an hour and a half before we started recording this evening. Um, I did a, a stream of Hogwarts. I did one quest in an hour and a half. Yeah. But I did four Merlin trials, 
killed about 60 spiders um died several times mm-hmm. and just explored lots of different little caves and stuff poking around so open world games can do that to you and it's one of the reasons why i played skyrim so much was because i'd set off and be like okay i'm going to do this quest and you'd be sitting off and it'd go oh look, there's a cave nearby well, I'm probably not going to come past this way again. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Just, yep. There you go. I do wish there was more ability to tag your map for like you could do in Breath of the Wild. I know we're getting off on a tangent. We'll talk about this later. But to like tag your map on Hogwarts um, so that you could do that. So you could be like, hey, I'm just going to like put this down here. So I know I want to come back to it later. Um, and that's something that they need to in Starfield. So if you want to try and sure. keep it on on point is with staff field, they you need to be able to customize your map and be like, okay, so I found this really cool resource here that I know regrows. Um so I want to mark where that is so I can come back to it quite often. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I mean I'm excited, but also it's like, well man, you might as well temper your excitement. I mean you got you got more than three months right now before you actually even see the direct. You got, you know, you, you got you you got oh, just three days less than six months before you're playing the game. So, and I mean that's fine. I'm not. We we had had thought for a long time that they were going to push this game. I think they did the right thing. Even if this game was almost ready, I think they did the right thing. To be honest, dropping it in June, we as we had all said, uh, did not seem like a great venture. Uh, right when you're going to be fighting Tears of the Kingdom, um, so. So yeah, I think it's a I think it's an okay time. Um I don't know if I needed information on Starfield this early, like like this direct, like three months advance notice on this direct. I, I don't know. I don't know how how do you feel about that? Um I don't know. It's nice to kind of be prepared. That's all I can say. Is yeah. that at least now I know that June eleventh I'm gonna to get to see whether or not I need to kill some backlog quickly or mm-hmm. not so that's true but I that's mean, the yeah. other thing like they, they could have they could have dropped the the date for this direct two weeks before but they also know that they were getting a lot of slander for like not having any news that, at yeah. all mm-hmm. in the showcase they did with motorsport and redfall so and the fact that they said it's going to get its own uh showcase then it's kind of like they okay we need to say something regularly about this game otherwise people are going to be like oh where is it? What's happening? Are you getting rid of it again? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I think that's the reason more than anything they needed to see anything. Because they did say, listen, this would come out in the first half of uh, of 2023. And obviously that wasn't going to happen. And so they needed to lock down. They needed to, to kind of give you the roadmap on, on how, how that was going to look. What do you think about the fact that they came out a while ago and said they were not going to be part of E3, but yet they like situate their direct... <laughs> right two days before e3 starts like i posted this on discord like is this like a hey let us help you kick off this big event of yours or is it like a uh, big big f you kind of you know we're i don't know it's like def- i don't know how to take it <laughs> it's definitely phil sat there going do 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 <laughs> okay. uh, yeah that's kind of how it feels to me too but i thought well maybe he's trying to be like nice and and be like hey um i don't know like i don't know like hey we'll we'll kind of get the ball rolling for your big event i don't, i just don't get it like <laughs> why why not just be part of it if you're so if you're gonna 
I mean, you don't have to like be on the on the floor, but why not be like, hey, we're part of E3 and we're doing like Nintendo does, right? Like, hey, we're part of E3, we're gonna do this like digital showcase. I, I don't know, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But uh, yeah, it's mm, it's the time frame of things, though, isn't it? If you think every E3 is happening, everybody's hyped. There's loads of talk behind everything. Like you've already got people like really excited like mm-hmm. to the build-up of E3, and then you are two days before the main event. People are going to just go, whatever you drop. People are going to go, oh, that's amazing. It's true. And then it also gives, also then gives everybody within the E3 system the ability to use the trailers that they've then showed if there's like, like exclusivity and stuff like that in terms of, um, you know, we've been wait, we've been sat on this game. So like, say they've got another Doom in. Like, I know there's a mobile version of Doom coming out soon. But if they've got like another first party Doom that they're waiting to drop on massive DLC for Doom Eternal, it's kind of like, yeah, we can drop this now, and then everybody at E3 can be like, okay, cool, we need to cover that. So yeah, yeah, and I mean, you're right. I mean, so the whole the whole crew is going to be excited for what what's coming out. Uh, like the whole Nintendo, uh, the whole video game community is going to be excited for what's about to happen in E3, and they're basically going to be they're like that present that you get to open on like Christmas Eve or whatever, you know, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. your parents be like, be like, you get to open one present. Um, you're, that's exactly what they're, that's exactly what they're set up to be. Also, we are going to be freaking, we're going to be in, if we decide to stream this, um, we're going to be in front of a screen streaming for probably like three to four hours. I bet. Cause the showcase is usually two hours. I bet that the Starfield thing is going to be an hour. It'd be like three hours. So, yep. Also, I'm going to be, just so you know, I am going to be like a bloated, sunburned, I don't know, human. Because uh, we will ha- we will be two days off of a cruise, off of a seven-day cruise in the Ber- in, in, to Bermuda. So I'll probably be sunburned and stuffed with carbs. So uh, I'll basically just be a gigantic human. So that direct's on a, am I, if I'm reading this right, that direct is on a Sunday. Yeah, that tracks. They've done that before. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm not working then, which is always good. So there you go. I'm down See? for that. Um, We're down for that. I need to now check the other calendar. Um, yep. Nothing in that color. That, yep. Cool. We just said it. We Calendar's just said it open. right here, folks. We are going to stream this showcase. You can watch it here. You can watch it with us. We'll have a great time. I don't know. I'll be sunburned probably, but love and life because I will have to come up with seven <laughs> days in Bermuda. So there you go. That's what we're gonna do. If you if you're gonna come and watch the showcase with you, you need to bring aloe vera for the neck. That's right. I'll just be like, <laughs> rub, I'll just I'd be like, oh yeah, it'll be great. It'll be fantastic. Come and join us. It'll be a party. Um, that's all I really got. I don't really have anything else. I'm I'm not even really. I mean, excited to know stuff, but also I'm just kind of like, okay, that's great. You know, like, I'm, that's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Maybe when I see the direct, I'll be like, wow. But what's probably, <laughs> you know what's going to happen, Sean? How many days is that direct past uh, Tears of the Kingdom? When does Tears of the Kingdom come out? May, 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 something or other. 25th of May, I want to say. No, 15th of May. 15 of... No. 
12th of May. It's the 12th. Okay. Okay. So there's enough time. All right. I thought it was later in May. I was going to say, if if it comes out in late May and I've been gone for an entire week, I'm going to be like, yeah, uh, that's nice. Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to be paying attention. <laughs> um, hey, I, come June 11th, I'm probably still going to be like, mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll still be playing it, but I'll be okay. I will have at least gotten a few weeks in to, uh, to soak it up. So, okay. Uh, anything else before we move on to my next topic? No, no, I'm I'm intrigued to talk about this next topic. Yes, my Xbox Series S causing trouble again. I tell you, Wulong looks low res on the S. Digital Foundry is wondering is posing the question: Should the developers be able to to push out projects that keep features off of the S so that they can push out projects, basically? That, uh, that the S is holding developers back because they're trying to figure out how to get certain features on the S that just don't fit or don't look that great. I don't know, Sean. Phil's having trouble keeping up on this uh, on this guarantee he made back in the beginning about everything on the X will be on the S. It'll just be lower res. How do you feel about it? Uh, well, the thing is that the... To, to stay within the console race, you had to be doing something. You had to be showing that you were making an affordable console along with your flagship console, if you want to call it that. Um, so the Series X, Series X is like the bigger brother of the two. It, it, it can do what it's good. You know, it carries everything else. Mm-hmm. It's got all the beef. The Series S is the... I don't, I don't want to say the lesser of the two because it's still a fantastic console it still runs things really well sure um you know it still plays you know, still fires up really quick yeah i'm um, loving life on it but yeah if you the, the bigger games yeah they need to be able to kind of like pull back and say well you know you won't have the ray tracing aspect you, you know we won't be able to run it at like so many frames per second and we will scale it back ever so slightly and there will be texture reduction because, you know, the console just can't handle it at that speed. So Wulong Dynasty is a fast-paced game to play. So it's like Elden Ring on steroids. Um, Like with a lot of people saying that the first, the first boss you come across is just ridiculously difficult and the game's that fast-paced that rendering is going to be an issue on a console that doesn't handle rendering that fast so well and yeah and what i've heard is that it's go ahead sorry there's a huge reason why the playstation 5 didn't make a playstation 5 slim or a 5 whatever because they knew that they would probably run into this problem very quickly yeah this one's tough um I and I think it, I think this as the generation moves forward is going to put Phil more and more and Xbox more and more in a pickle. Quite frankly, um, are they going to force developers to try to figure out how to get stuff on the S that's on the X so that they can keep parity? Um, if they do that, well, then you guys are the X owners might suffer. Uh, they might just then at that point they're going to have to if they can't drop stuff from the S that's on the X. Um, then they're going to have to drop stuff from the X to keep it in parity with the S, and that doesn't make sense. But also, no. they're going to take a big hit uh, because that's what Phil basically said would happen, that uh, features would be the same, it would just be lower res. 
and there'd be no obviously no disk drive microsoft and xbox have had this kind of regime with different consoles um from the 360 era so you you were there were your two versions of the 360 that came out side by side. You had the wireless version, you had the wired version. You both exactly the same console, apart from the wired version had no wireless capability. If you wanted to, to play things wirelessly, you had to plug in a, a wireless adapter or you had to, you know, the con- the controls just did not connect. There was no like wireless function for the controls. You had to be wired. So, they did that, and then they brought out the Xbox One and the Xbox One S. You know, the One S was a little bit more of a, you know, we had the upscale and things like that, so that outranked the Xbox One after a while. But they always they seem to have some kind of history with bringing out two consoles of the same one with a lesser ability than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all they've done here with the X and the S is, you know, we've removed a disk drive, makes it a bit cheaper. We've half the storage capacity, makes it a bit cheaper. And it hasn't got as much processing power in terms of being able to handle games quickly. So, again, makes it a little bit cheaper and more more available and more affordable. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you are totally right on the, the available, reason- right? Like that, it does make it more affordable, and that's a big draw. But I think more than anything in this market, it made it more available. I think a lot of people picked it up just because it was like, well, it's the only one I can find at the moment. You know, I either get an S or I get nothing. Hey. And that's where I was just about to say in the whole console race where, um, you know, during COVID where processing, like graphics processing and stuff like that was hard to come by. There was loads of stuff that was for the S. They could make those all day and it was mm-hmm. fine. Like They were struggling to make X's and they were definitely struggling to make PS5s. Um, lots of people said, oh, well, they were paying for chip priority. Well, they might have been paying for chip priority, but that didn't cover the S, which is where they probably made most of the sales. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's difficult. Like, I mean, I, I'd be, I'd be pretty raw if there was a, if there was a feature I really cared about. Right. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of what that could be. Like if it's a, if it's a graphics type feature, then that's fine. Leave it off. I expected to be missing graphics on the S like that's not going to be, that's not going to matter to me. But if it's like, Hey guys, uh, we have an update to Hogwarts, and now it's uh, you can play co-op or you can play online with a friend, and blah, you know. And they're like, "But that's not on the S." Yeah, that would be like, "Oh, that's uh, that hurts. That one hurts." Um, so it depends on what that feature is. To be honest, uh, I don't care if I miss out on graphical features. If you if you have the S yeah. and you're like, "Oh man, I can't believe it," well then you you bought the wrong console. You didn't understand what you were getting into. So. But then that also brings us into, I'm going to pull this out of, because we're talking about Hogwarts, I'm going to pull the Hogwarts legacy delay out of the news bulletins and bring it into this. Um, how would you sit if, because you owned an Xbox Series S, if they'd have brought X, um, Hogwarts out on the X first for three or four months prior to the S? Yeah, so be, they could get I, around I Also, the again, would be pretty raw about that. I feel like so, yeah, because because it's delayed. It's, you still can't get it on the Xbox One or the Xbox One S. So Jaya hasn't yet been able to play Hogwarts Legacy. She's literally like just ignored the fact that I own it on the Xbox Series X, um, and you can't get it on the PS4. Mm-hmm. So, what do they do? Do they release a game that might suffer graphically slightly and not have all the brilliance that it has on the X, and bring it out in line with the S? 
and then patch it later on or don't bring it out on the S at all or delay it. It's like you can't, either way you do it, you can't win. People are going to moan about the graphical issues and the glitching and the like hard soft crashing and hard crashing of games. But then they bitch even more if they couldn't get it on the same day as everybody else. So it's like, what do you do? As a developer and a publisher, you kind of like sat there, bent over backwards over a barrel. It's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I I do think they need to let developers. They need to make that decision on a case by case basis, depending on what the feature is the developer wants to leave out. Um, but yeah, if they start if they start taking out stuff like co ops or online features, or they like you said they start bringing games out on the X before the S then yeah i think s owners are going to start to feel like they've they've kind of been left in the dark a bit um and that's probably not going to go over very well also uh on a on a on a related but side note if they're having trouble to get hogwarts on the xbox one yet they think they're going to bring it out for the a switch version on july 15th man i have no <laughs> that's either one streamed or two if that's a cart i have no idea what that looks like like i i don't even want to know yeah um, i can't see even a cat i'm just gonna quickly look at how big um this game actually is yeah that's like, a good i have point. it on disc i have it on disc and it's installed as well and it takes up 77 gigabytes yeah i don't know what it is it's probably less for the s i'm not sure but um but yeah i don't i don't know i'm really having trouble seeing this thing run on the switch but maybe they can do it you know they bring down the textures and do all the magic that developers do and i don't know maybe it'll be just like a a murky hogwarts legacy and, you know, that's fine. As long as it runs okay, right? I mean, that's kind of the thing. If it runs okay, then that's what that's the biggest thing. That's what that's what most Switch owners say. But hold up. July, you'll have had E3. You'll have had all the Nintendo stuff. Is there any chance that Nintendo might bring a more a higher-performance console out then? And be like, you can play Hogwarts Legacy on your brand-new Switch Pro which can now handle blah, blah, blah. And it basically be a handheld version of the Series S. I mean, anything's possible with Nintendo. I'd never bet against them. Um, <laughs> but I really didn't see there being a Switch upgrade this year. Um, I mean, I kind of wondered if there would be with uh, with Zelda, but we would, have, we would have heard about it by now if it was going to come out in parody with Zelda. That seemed like the perfect time to me to bring it out. Um, so, so if so if they're not doing it with Zelda, I really figured they'd just be waiting until next year um, to do something. But, but who knows? Maybe they will. So I'd be down for it. Um, so those are our top stories. News bulletins left. Good news. Redfall will be cross-play with PC Game Pass, Epic, Steam, and consoles. That's exciting. Definitely uh, give us some more chance. Be able to play with some PC Game Pass peeps. That's the one that has me the most interested. We have a lot of people in our Discord that's PC Game Pass only. Yep. Uh, Just also a reminder that they, they 
they still haven't cleared up the whole constant online thing yet either. So, oh, that's cleared up, Sean. You're online or you don't play. That's <laughs> that's an unfortunate <laughs> yep, clear up. <I> <laughs> You might be looking for more definition than that, but I don't think they're going to give you diddly squat. <laughs> You're online or you ain't playing. Why? <clears throat> Not real sure, but that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. Um, and then the other little news bulletin is the Capcom Spotlight was there today. They showcased a, a few bits and pieces around Resident Evil and a couple of other games. But the most, imp- like, the most important for me and what's available as a person that, uh, who plays Xbox um, the Resident Evil 4 Remaster, they have dropped a surprise demo called the Chainsaw Demo. So if you go into the Microsoft Store, you can do this in the Sony Store as well, um, and just search for Chainsaw Demo, type it out in full, it pops up, it's free to download. Available to play. Uh, there's no time limits on this demo, which they've done in the past where you could like only play it for half an hour and then that's it. You couldn't play again. This is you can play this demo as many times as you want as many times through as you'd like um so yeah just to get to see what the game's going to look like when it releases on the 24th of march hmm. very cool does it look pretty have you played it at all i haven't it's currently sat here at like 25 percent downloaded i paused it as great as our internet is um speed wise i didn't want to risk downloading a 25 a 10 gigabyte game as well as stream that's fair that makes sense um yeah so on to acquisition watch well this is fun john you're this big great conversation jim jim ryan good good longtime friend of the show ceo or whatever he is of sony playstation um says he doesn't care about call of duty he just wants to block the activision blizzard microsoft merger john what 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 do you think? <laughs> um, I'm looking at my list of words, and um, I uh, he's just a giant Peter. <laughs> I mean, what kind of phallus wants to do that? I can understand the member being a you know a businessman, but he's just a giant piece of wood for uh, for <laughs> for saying that. And I mean, the the Johnson's words could have been taken in complete poor <laughs> context. But that doesn't stop me from being a giant schlong. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I can understand from a business point of view that, you know, he's worried about losing. So he's, he's worried about losing Call of Duty due to the Activision merger. I can completely understand that. And he probably said other things in, in, in this statement along those lines saying, you know, I don't care about this, that, and the other. I just want to block it because of X, Y, and Z. But being the massive dick that he is, he probably also didn't say it. Um, but his words could have been completely taken out of context to be pushed out by a company or a news outlet to kind of draw attention to it and you know, a bit of clickbait, this, that, and the other. But it wouldn't surprise me. He's seen every single time that he's tried to sh- shaft us with this merger, it, he seems to be adding an extra head to the Hydra. Um I mean, we've got Microsoft are going around making deals. They're trying to cut this, cut that, say we're going to do this. We're going to bring Xbox games to Nintendo, uh, including Call of Duty. You know, we're not really fussed about having Call of Duty itself. Um, you know, we've, you know, we've got other, other plans and ideas with the merger and things like that. 
So they're out there doing all these different things. They're dragging, like, you know, the absolute weenies taking the piss in my eyes, dragging everybody through the court system and the FTA and the CMA all. It's just ridiculous. It is an absolutely ridiculous shabockle that he's going through. Um, and now it's probably got to a point where it's going to go through because did that to me is a desperate attempt of saying, look, you can do what you want. You can make all the deals you want. I just don't want it to happen. So I'm going to sit here and be a massive tool and just stop you in every single way I can. Well, so. let me, well this has been very enjoyable for me. I have enjoyed all of this. You said you had a list and man, not only did you have a list, I mean, you could have just like just a, a list of names that you might call Jim Ryan. But you, you like put them in your your like statement of what you felt in in such a, I don't know, in a way that only I think an Englishman can do, and I really appreciate it. I mean, I've I, <laughs> I enjoyed it very much. Um, now, now my statement was, hey, he's a business guy, which you already stated. You know, yeah, you get that he's a business guy. He's a business guy. He's just defending his his stuff. Um, so I don't I don't really. I don't, it, this doesn't like ruffle my feathers very much. It's like, yeah, I, I expected this. Now he he is kind of a tool for staying. He does care about Call of Duty, right? This is like when my son wants the ball, and and my daughter's like, no, you can't have it. And then they both stare at me, and I'm like, no, it. Ariel had the ball. It's his ball. And then what does my son do? He doesn't say, okay, Dad. He says, well, I didn't want the ball anyways. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did, Jim. You did want the ball. You just didn't get it. So now you're going to be a little like, you You know, now you're just doing your thing. He could have just said, and I don't have a problem that he's doing this, but he did want a Call of Duty deal. Ain't no doubt about that. Now he's just kind of being a, a little bit of a turd about it and trying to poke, trying to poke the bear where he can because I think he sees the writing on the wall at this point. But... <clears throat> But but as much as he did want a deal, he also just didn't want Xbox to have the market share. They're they're both were plays, and I'm fine that he tried that he made the play. He, he had to. That's his job. If he would have just been like, "Hey guys, Xbox is going to gain market share this year against us," so I guess that's a thing. No, that would that would have been that wouldn't have been the right way to go. Ironically, you know, I mean, Xbox gets to have a little chuckle at him because he probably spent a few million dollars at least on lawyers for this shindig. And, uh, and, and didn't succeed. So, you know, that's fun. Um, and so, yeah, I'm okay with it though. It doesn't, it doesn't ruffle my feathers, but whenever you want to, uh, so eloquently put all those, all those awesome <laughs> names for a penis in another statement, I'm down for it. I'm, I'm here to listen. That was fantastic. Uh, I, I didn't even use my full list. Like Tallywacker. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't slide that in there. So <laughs> what? Well, next time. Next time we have another one yeah. issue quite like this. That was good. Yeah. I I all I can say is I think what he has said has potentially been taken out of context. And as putting the business cap on as Justin would say, um, I can completely understand why he wants to block the merger for this. College Duty brings a massive amount of revenue in, even with People buying the battle pass. I mean, I had to buy to to renew my battle pass system. I had to spend one pound ninety nine, which I actually didn't spend. I accidentally used Jay's card, <laughs> but 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 I bought a McDonald's, which you know kind of balanced it out. Apparently. There you go. Um, but 
you know, I spent two pounds. I spent two pounds to to get two hundred cod points so I could renew my my battle pass because I was I, I didn't quite finish it. I'd fallen a bit. I'd fallen two hundred battle points, uh, mm. cod points shy. Um. So, but if everybody did that for the who played it, which is well over twelve ten million people that that play it, you know, that's twenty four million that you've just got for basically nothing for people just to unlock more skins and vehicle skins and this that, mm-hmm. and weapon skins. Um, so it makes a lot of money, brings a lot of income. So I can understand why he's going to be upset about him having exclusivity over that. But he doesn't own Activision. He just has a really good deal with them. So what does it matter? It, mm-hmm. All that's going to happen with this merger is that when Activision falls under Microsoft is that the money that Activision makes adds to the total that Microsoft can say they have made over the year. So it just makes them look more profitable and makes them look more powerful in the market because they have more money to throw around. We well, we have rolled around and we've made X million pounds because you know, we've made money off this battle pass system. Well, Activision has made money off this battle pass system that we are now owning. So we can claim that to our you know profits and our net for the year. Um, so if I was a developer and I was like, I'm making this really cool game that like, I think people are going to be interested in. Am I going to go to Sony or am I going to go to this massive giant Microsoft that's making shit tons of money? Um, which isn't just Microsoft making the money. It's everything that sits underneath them. So you're, you're going to be more drawn to them. So mm-hmm. I can see him being upset about losing that or well, not losing it, but with Microsoft gaining that yeah. in the industry, yeah. because it's going to be you're making yourself more attractive, and and you have the right then to move that money and do what you want with it. So, so I really wonder if they're sitting in a boardroom right now and they say, you know, Xbox is going to put Call of Duty on Game Pass, and that's that's going to give them a bump in subscribers, but it's also not going to give them a profit immediately, a full bump. Do we want to be that bump for Microsoft? So so hear me out. <clears throat> Let's say they gain 10 million subscribers. I don't know what they do. I have no idea. Let they gain a bunch of subscribers. That's great. But that's not like gaining the full price of a game for 10 million for 10 million subscribe or for 10 million buys of that game, right? 10 million downloads. You gain in the 70 exactly. whatever dollars, 80 whatever it is for that game. So is Sony really sitting back and saying I don't know if we want this deal. Let them try to make their money off a of Game Pass, not off of our system and our players' backs. Um, and we'll forego the 30% or whatever it is we get because they bought it from our system. Uh, we'll forego that. We don't need it. And we bought Bungie. We'll try to compete and ta- and siphon from, from the Call of Duty deal and see if they drowned with Activision. Like... This is a very interesting business move if they make that move. If they say, nope, we we really do not want your deal now. You can have the game. It's all yours. And we'll do our own thing and we'll see who wins. Uh, that That is business at its, at, at its most cutthroat. But also, I love watching that kind of stuff. I think that's fantastically just amazing to see who, who will come out in that. Yeah, and he's also gone on. And this this is the other side of it where I do think he's an absolute shit, just a 
cock, basically. Um, is he's then gone to say that, well, do you want a Call of Duty game that Microsoft have made that are going to come out with bugs and glitches and that isn't going to run very well? And it's like, now you're just throwing shade, okay? I can understand why you want to block this merger for a business reason. But now you've just been a dick by like calling out the other company's ability to make games. It's like, mm, Jim, shut up. <laughs> this, yeah. this is going to happen now. It's it's too late. You just sound like a sore loser sat in a corner. See how it goes. Microsoft are taking a big thing on it. Like you've just said, it could ruin them. It could absolutely drag them down. And Sony could come out the other side of this smelling like roses, been like, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> that was unlucky. Fuck you. Yeah, we'll buy yeah. it back off you for, for a third of the price. Yep. Yeah. I, I, no, I don't um, think they will. I think they have Bungie. And I think they have Bungie working on something to to um, compete against Call of Duty. I think that's their total Bun- plan. Bun- Bungie was Destiny, wasn't it? That was. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, are they going to admit? Because Destiny was good, especially Destiny Two hit really well with the online multiplayer mm-hmm. network. So. I'm assuming that if they go and do something a bit Warzone, Battle Royale, free to play, are they going to draw people to that? Yeah. So either either one, you're right. Jim Ryan's just having a little baby moment, and then when the deal goes through, they'll come and they'll say, "All right, we'll do the ten year deal, whatever." F you, and and it'll all be you know peachy keen. Or they really will stick to their guns and they'll say, "No, we don't want this Call of Duty deal. We're going to do our own thing, and you're going to suffer with that with that game that you loved so much." So, we'll yeah, this this is probably the one time in all of that, uh, the acquisition watch so far where you're interested in the shade throwing because there's a lot of business. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, stuff behind it. Yeah. So. Also, he reminds me of Noah, my my five my nine year old. So you know, <laughs> fantastic. Um, I just think it's great. Uh, so, See, yeah. well, well, Logan reminds me of Phil Spencer. He just doesn't care. He'd be like, Nah, um, I'm just going to do it anyway. So you can say what you want. I don't care. Yep. Yeah, no. And see, and that's the other part. It's funny because you're right. Ariel's kind of Phil Spencer too. Because I'll be like, no, Ariel, it, you had it. It's your ball. And she'll be like, okay, that's okay. Do you want it, Noah? And I was like, no, I don't want it. I never wanted the ball. And you're like, that, that's how my kids, that's how my kids play. I'm like, Noah, you just said you wanted it. That's what this whole thing started with. And you're like, I don't want it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't care anymore. So yeah, it's fantastic. It's it, it, It'll be, I mean, yeah, it's fun. Um, that's Acquisition Watch, though. Uh, Game Pass headlines. We had some stuff drop. Well, at least one thing dropped, kind of surprise style, right? Uh, Guilty Gear Strive. You ever played a Guilty Gear Strive game? No, not be... yet. Yeah. Um, I, I tried to look at it, but then I got distracted by Hogwarts, so. That was, that makes sense. I, I, that was probably a good decision. Not that I know anything about, it's a fighting game is what it is, guys. A fighting game, so, uh, if that's your... If that's your deal, then uh, then go take a look at Guilty Gear Strive. You can play it on the cloud if you so wish. Um, Dead Space One and Two. Are you going to? Uh, no, you're waiting for the remake, or you're playing the remake, right? I went. Yeah, I'm waiting for the remake. I enjoyed. I started to play through Dead Space again, um, and then I re- like got reminded very quickly of how much fun that game is but also how difficult it is so i'm waiting for the remake because i'm looking forward to the extra jumpiness that they're they're adding in gotcha gotcha um that's what came out since our last episode coming out next week are the the two games that i care about in march 
uh, Valheim on consoles, been out on PC, uh, March 14th, and then Civ 6, March 16th, uh, coming out to Game Pass. I'm excited for these games, though I will tell you, am I really going to have a lot of time to pour into these games? Probably not. But I think it's cool <laughs> that they're on this, uh, that they're on the platform. Hang on, hang on. I'm going to use something that might predict this. Revelio. No. no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, all not yeah. likely to happen. Um, so so yeah, there you go. That's what's coming next week. Um and then there's a new game announced, huh? Yeah, so um Joe in I can't remember what it was now, something come. Capcom Spotlight live uh, stream. No, not that one. It was oh, it might have been that. I'm assuming, yeah. I mean, I read it from the article, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it is from that. So, Exo Primal, they've announced, uh, is a game that's coming to Game Pass uh, July 14th, day one release. Um, this is a online only action game. Um, you can, what you're doing is you. Exo Prime is an online team-based action game that pits humanity's cutting-edge exo suit technology against history's most ferocious beasts, dinosaurs. So it's an online team game where you're wearing fancy-looking exoskeleton suits that give you different powers. And you pilot those suits, and you you know, hold firm and, and defend areas against overwhelming dinosaur swarms. So it sounds like sounds like Left for Dead. But with dinosaurs, and you're not working forwards to a mission to a um, a checkpoint or a uh, a point of interest, you're defend defending a point of interest. So. Oh, okay, yeah, I guess that that makes sense. <clears throat> also, Capcom is the uh, Monster Hunter people, right? Kind of has a yeah, yes, yeah, Monton, yeah, yeah. Um, interested. So they know what they're so, so they know what they're doing with these kind of games. So yeah, that's, that's that, yeah, that's why I was thinking too. Maybe maybe I'll have some interest um, in it. Although I I didn't make it really that far in Monster Hunter, so why do why do I care? Um, but maybe maybe it'll be fun. I don't know. July fourteenth, huh? Well, we got some time. There you go. Uh, if you like the idea of this, Capcom is delivering a free multiplayer beta ahead of launch, which goes ahead from. March 16th to March 19th on all platforms. So um, Wait, all it's platforms? coming to yeah, it's coming to Xbox Series S and X, PS4 and PS5. Oh, okay. So not the Switch. Okay. No. Right. It doesn't say it's announced for the Switch anyway, so but that could be later on. Gotcha. We have some games leaving, don't we? And we have like an interesting game leaving, which I kind of want to talk about a little bit so let's do it let's chat about it what game is it <clears throat> so the other games we've got leaving is f1 2020 which makes sense because you know we're having f1 2022 is currently set on my dashboard so that's there uh, kentucky route zero tv edition marvel's guardians of the galaxy that's disappearing pretty quick um undertale zero escape from nonary games paradise killer um and young souls they're all leaving on the 15th of march along with Goat Simulator, which kind of surprises me. That's the one you want to talk about? Huh, you got me on that one, Sean. I didn't see that coming. It's because Goat Simulator 3 
has not yet been announced that it's coming to Game Pass, as far as I believe. I mean, I could be completely fact-checked on that, but I'm pretty sure it's not getting released to Game Pass day one. Or hasn't been confirmed to be getting released to Game Pass on day one. So is that kind of, oh, we're going to get rid of Goat Simulator because we want Goat Simulator 3 coming to Game Pass? I'm looking. Oh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, it's definitely not. You're right. It's not coming to... Uh, to Is Goat Simulator 2? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Is there a Goat Simulator 2? Did they Go, skip 2? There, there, no, there was no Goat Simulator 2. So, Goat Simulator 1 was the just the original launch that was the whole graphics play of goat like where you could be a goat and do stuff uh-huh. um, and then they added on loads of different like dlc stuff and expansions on that and i think they have made that goat simulator too what the hell that's um, just like that's just yeah. like confused the shit out of you but okay um yeah that i don't understand some of how this works sean i totally agree with you on that like um octopath traveler that was that was the other one, right? So like, Octopath yeah. Traveler two comes out, but it's not coming out. It's not even coming out for Xbox, let alone for Game Pass. Uh, but yet, Octopath Octopath Traveler got kicked off of off Game Pass. I think maybe. Just, just I have no. It's just I'm just conjecturing that developers or publishers say, "Hey, we want the first game off of your platform." Um. X amount of months before the second game comes out because they're hoping to get a bump in sales. You know, somebody yeah. will be like, oh, Goat Sim 2 is coming out. I wonder what Goat Sim 1 was about. I'll go, or 3, whatever. I, whatever. Um, so that's the only thing. And the same with Octopath Traveler, right? They're like, oh, 2 is coming out, but I never played 1. I'm going to go run to Game Pass real quick and play that. And then I'll be I'll be caught up and ready for 2. Exactly, yeah. So there's there's there there is madness in method in the madness. Yeah, I think so. That would be my method. Um yeah, past that, bummer for who did you say? Somebody uh was it Jaya who's a big Undertale fan? Yeah, yeah, but she's currently playing Far Cry five, so she's you know, more than happy. She's running over bears back well, literally I was sat with her on a bed yesterday while she was playing with it and like Talking, asking her how, like, if she was enjoying the gameplay and stuff, and she, a bear ran into the road. She ran over it. And she went, uh, "Whoops!" <laughs> and started singing the bear necessities. So, <laughs> love it. That's fantastic. Yeah, um, I'm glad to see Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy gone. I hope some people enjoyed that game more than I did. I thought it was buggy as hell. Um, yeah, I didn't get past the first level. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, to be honest, I booted up Young Souls on the cloud. Uh, I thought maybe I'd take a look at that. It's like a six hour game. It looks kind of cool. So I don't know. Let's see. I'm, I don't know if I could get it done. I have what? Six days, basically. Yeah. Six days. Yeah. I don't know if I could get it done in six days, but we'll see. Well, when we talk about getting games done, when we get into the Xbox spotlight, I'm pretty sure with that backbone of yours, you might be able to get that done if it's on cloud. So. Thank you. I'm glad you understand. I have a very strong backbone. It's very true. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about games with gold, Sean? Um, nothing's changed yet. Sudden Strike falls there. Uh, Truber Brook is there, and Guts and Goals is currently there. I had a look to see if when Lamentum's was coming to it, but that's not until March 16th. So that's the one that's that's the 
Resident Evil looking top down pixelated game. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sounds that's what good. I'm looking forward to getting hold of. Well, all right. Well, let's chat about our Xbox Spotlight games we've been playing this week. You going? You go first this week. I can. I keep stealing the spotlight when it comes to this. So. Well, sure, I can go first. I would like to just say that we have been playing games, Sean. Finally, both of us have have a have a bevy yeah. of games here. Um. So I finished Mario Rabbids. Promise this will be the last time you hear me talk about it. I liked it, but not... And I can't even put my finger on it, but not as much as the first one. The first one, I finished all the DLC. We did all the... We did all the stuff. We had a whole bunch of fun. This time, we were kind of like, whew, all right, we're done. Let's move on. Um, so, but it was it was a good time. It just kind of was really close to wearing out its welcome. <clears throat> And there's a DLC that's come out, and I have no interest in 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 taking that on or downloading it. Or yeah, that's on. that's December. Even the even the Rayman one. Maybe if I maybe by then we'll see. Maybe with a little time. Um, uh, my mom and I played Blanc. Uh, that is the game with the fox and the fawn, and it's co-op. And um, that game was was good. It may not have been what I thought it was. I was looking for more of a puzzler, like an environmental puzzler. And there is some of that in here. But I would say it's probably two-thirds walking sim. Just kind of you walking with the fawn, doing simple, like, little tasks. Very not puzzly, just like, oh, okay, you cut this rope and the stuff falls and then whatever. Um there, there is, um, it's been talked about in both uh, the Nintendo dads and the dads after dark. There's this section with the fawn or with these geese ducklings that you have to, uh, you have to traverse them through windy territory. That part is a little tricky. I will say my biggest problem with this game though is it's all black and white and they don't do a good enough job to like show you some obvious things you have to like pull this rope or cut this rope and so basically what you end up doing when you get stuck is just kind of like walking the perimeter just kind of with your nose into the wall trying to find that thing that you need to cut that you can't really see because it looks like everything else so uh that would be that actually would be my biggest complaint with this game bigger than the ducklings sean this one came out of nowhere out of nowhere i said i wanted to try merge and blade I figured I'd give it a shot and sit, you know, say, yeah, I played a couple hours. Dude, I finished the game. Now, granted, it's only about like an eight-hour game. This is the match three puzzler game that then turns into an auto battler after you get done with the board. So you drop you have like three simple units and you match them. And as you match units and you they level up to be stronger units and stronger units and stronger units. So the more you can do that, the better. Um, and then when your board, when you run out, either run out of turns or your board is full, then your whole board goes and goes into an auto battle with, with enemies. And at that time, if you do a good enough job with, with matching, you'll get what they call swaps. And so you can spend time swapping, um, uh, some of your board units around to make more sense. So like if you if you happen to get like two archers that fell into the very front of the board, 
obviously that's not where you want them. You could spend a couple of swaps and swap them in the back and bring others forward. Bring like a, you know, like a knight or something like that forward so that it, so that your battle makes more sense. But it was a lot of fun and you gain gold, which you can upgrade the units and add more, add the ability to do more turns and stuff like that. And so there's a whole online feature you can verse other people. I didn't get involved with that, the campaign mode. And there's also like a roguelike deal where you can kind of play as many levels as you want just to see how far you can get. I didn't mess with any of that. I just did the campaign. It's 20, I think 22 levels. Um, and even in the campaign, there's a couple of... Uh, just kind of like endless battles to see how far you can get. You go until you die. Um, but but you move on the moment you get to like a specific uh, level. So like it, as long as you make it past like five boards or 10 boards or 15 boards, then you move on. And uh, yeah, it, I just I just really got sucked in. I would play it at night when uh, I was watching TV with Becca. But then I will admit, <clears throat> I'd play it at night and be like, yeah, I'm going to play this one more match. One more match. I'll be right bed. Don't worry. And... <laughs> It'll be like an hour later. I just sucked into this thing. And even Tuesday, I was going to play Hogwarts, but I looked up and realized I only had like three levels left Tuesday morning. And I was like, I'm not going to play Hogwarts this morning. I'm just going to I'm just going to wipe this game out. So, uh, yeah, if you like those kind of things, check it out. I got kind of sucked in. It's pretty quick. It's kind of fun. Um, and then after we beat Mario Rabbids, we turned our gaze to Kirby's Dreamland Adventure, whatever, the four-player one that, where everybody can... Uh, everybody can take part. We are having a ton of fun with this game. Listen, if your kids like mini game Mario Party style stuff, don't sleep on this game. This is these games are legit fun. Like, I, you know, there was like the they call it Mago Land or something. Very, very horrible name. Whatever. Um, and I know this is like a remake. I never played the original, so I couldn't tell you um, how much is it like or unlike the the original. But these games are a lot. We are having a lot of fun. Like literally, I have to tell my, I have to tell my kids we have to play a couple levels of the actual game because I want to beat the game um, before we'll play Mago, and then we'll just go into Mago Land and play that for I don't know, a lot, a long time. <laughs> um, and they're they're just fun little mini games. Remind you a lot of like Mario Mario Party style games, but uh, they're a blast. And so. That's what I've been playing. And I just started Vampire Survivors. I've played it before. I kind of picked it up again. I don't think I'll get... I don't think I'm going to stick with it again. Um, I think I'm going to drop off. I I think this might be a game that I play a few rounds of every couple of months or something. See what I can do with it that way. But um, not that I don't like it. It just, it just takes a lot longer than you realize. You start getting into a run. And if you do really good, a run can take you like... I don't know, 15 or so minutes. And it's like, okay, now I got to start all the way over. It's that roguelike thing, Sean, you know, where it's like, okay, now I got to start back from the beginning. Granted, I've got gold and I, you know, I did level up a thing or two, but it's like, I'm starting from the very beginning again. So that's me. Cool. Um, well, last week I talked about maybe getting Skyward Sword um, and making sure that I finished that game. So I bought it digitally. Nice. Because it was cheaper than cheap, surprisingly cheaper than buying it physical um and i fired it up thinking cool I, like as far as i remember i've got like a little bit more to do in the dungeons and do this that, and the other. literally as the game loaded up i was stood exactly like next to the portal for demise and i was like oh yeah i finished this game <laughs> so i was like 
Ah, crap. I've just spent like the best part of 40 quid. Oh, no. For a game. So, and that's so unlike you, too. Normally, you buy stuff physical. I know, I know. <laughs> so, um, I've said to Jaya, if she gets, um, what is it? If she gets Breath of the Wild finished, which she's done all the Divine Beasts now. So, she's like heading towards Ganon. So, if you get that done, um, and you want something to play in between that and Tears of the Kingdom coming out, um, because I've, I've now got to buy two copies of Tears of the Kingdom. Um, that she can like log into my uh, Switch account on the Switch in her room and play Skyward Sword because um, it's going to be very much like the whole dropping down through the the clouds is is something that's going to be in Tears of the Kingdom. So she just mm-hmm. gets used to that mechanic and and stuff. Um, fired up F one twenty twenty two because you know the championship started again um, in real life. So what, like last Saturday. Um, well, Friday I watched free practice one and two. Then I watched free practice three on Saturday morning uh, with Logan. And then I fired the game up, made a character called Logan. Um, and he'd like, he quite happily played that. Like, we'll sit and watch me play that. We started in the F2 championship. So we sat right down at the bottom and worked this way through. Uh, we raced Bahrain, which was the track that was on last weekend. Um, he got really like, he came first. He was very excited about that. Um, and then we moved on to Monaco uh, and realized how quickly that get the uh, difficulty of that game gets. And it's really weird trying to play a Formula One game without a steering wheel because the you get no feedback in the analog sticks, So sure. which I know you don't get in racing games. But when your turning circle is really small, um, it, yeah, it's kind of difficult. I've got some uh, adjustments that I want to make to the setup on the elite controller to try and give me a bit more um realism with the game so because like literally i was using the the setup that i've got for modern warfare which has turned the, the triggers into hair triggers and stuff like that so there's no like squeezing the throttle on or anything like that oh yeah 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 gotcha <laughs> which when you've got no traction control the back end just spins around and around and around so yeah um been playing a lot of warzone um the new seed battles the new battle pass has started, so the new season two started. Um, they've also reintroduced Resurgence, which is the. If you watch the stream, I tried to do the, to test the party chat function, which still doesn't work for some strange reason. Um, you kind of like you can go in. You when you get eliminated, um, you kind of go into a spectator mode. You've got a like a countdown timer that starts that your teammates can shot on that countdown timer by looting boxes, uh, eliminating other players, um, or generally just moving around can do that as well if they move from um, point of interest to point of interest. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing quite a bit of that. I've got a couple of wins in the bag on that, which is quite good, uh, one of which was done by me with a grenade launcher, which was fun. Um, and then uh, the stream before I started playing, uh, sorry, before we started uh, tonight's episode is Hogwarts. Um, kind of forgot how much how much fun that game was. Um, the combat side of things has kind of like just clicked. So I started nice. playing the game, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember the buttons. I remember how to do this now. I remember and like I'm finding that I'm dodging the attacks that I need to dodge and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. and comboing fingers really well. Yeah, so, you helping me with um, the yellow and red above my head has helped me out a lot. 
because I really had no idea when to use Protego and when to just dodge. And since our last since our last episode, when you were like when we figured that out, I was like, oh, this makes a lot more sense. Yep. Um, and that's it, really. I've got like Resident Evil Four Chainsaw demo has literally just finished downloaded. Um, I've preloaded the Forza Horizon Five Rally Adventure. That's preloaded. Just can't play it yet. Um, so yeah, we've got a couple of things to play in the meantime as well. Have you you had so in Hogwarts you haven't unlocked the room of requirement yet, right? Have you got that? No, I I think I actually said during the stream that I wish I could fly because <laughs> that was that was what I've done. The I found the missing pages, and I've done that like just okay. finished that quest yeah. where you find the missing pages. Okay. Um, so I've been into the Forbidden Forest, <laughs> run away from many, many, many spiders. Um. Yeah, I I went in. I have done a lot this week with the room of requirement and being able to to like grow my own stuff in this little crafty room, which I think is amazingly awesome, and being able to drop pots and everything. I will say, I was I was having this anxiety moment of like, what do I buy? Just because I didn't realize, because I was like, well, if I buy these seeds and I plant this, then I'm gonna, you know. But once you buy the seeds, for anybody who knows this, I don't think this is a, it's help, more helpful than a spoiler. Once you buy these seeds and you plant them in a pot, or once you buy these seeds, you always have these seeds. You don't have to like go back and buy more seeds. So that really helped me be like, oh, okay. So I don't have to like try to like ration my money to be like, okay, what if I need this plant? Once you buy that plant, you can plant it in as many plot pots as you want and it will continually just regrow in that pot. So it makes it it makes it it freed me up to feel a little bit more safe to buy to buy some stuff and not feel like I'm going to use all my money and not get the right stuff. So just a thought. But I yeah, that game is just a blast. Absolutely loving it. Yep. Um I was just I'm tracking well and tracking Lindsay's location live. She's currently driving home with we've, we've had a bit of snow, so um, and she's like half an hour away now, so I'm quite happy. Um, but Good if deal. for whatever reason she stops for some food or something, I'm probably going to go back to Hogwarts after this. So. Mm-hmm. What's a little bit of snow for you guys? This is way off topic, but who cares? Um, <laughs> so it snowed continuously all day today, and it settled ever so slightly on the roof of cars. That's it. So like you like a half an inch or something? Like a little like a dusting? No, no. not even that. No. I could still see the color of the car through the top of the, the through the snow. It's I guess. Just you. ridiculous. Just like and it snowed nonstop. Like Logan literally like it snowed for a bit yesterday. Logan was really excited because it started while he was at school, so they all let him go outside and play in the snow. Um he got home and he was like, Oh, I can't wait to wake up in the morning, Daddy, and and like there'll be snow everywhere. And he woke up this morning and he was like Where's the snow gone? I was like, it's just this is what happens, dude. It's like, welcome to the UK and snow. It just kind of like hits the ground, melts, and just goes, turns wet. So everything is huh. wet. That's um, fantastic. It's like zero degrees, so it's 30, 32, 30 Fahrenheit. Okay, yeah. At the moment, so it's pretty, pretty cold. Uh-huh. So it might everything might freeze. If if everything freezes tonight overnight and we start getting snow again at like in the next hour or two, um, we'll probably wake up to an actual, like maybe an inch or two of snow. Maybe. Okay. 
All right. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah, we got uh, we, the the schools are very frustrated. Um, they keep the the weather people keep saying it's going to snow a lot, and then it does, but not until like four o'clock, right after school gets out. And they could have gone to school, and they didn't, and they canceled. <laughs> it's happened twice the last like two Fridays, um, and so now we're looking at another seven inches. Uh, starting in a couple hours, it's going to start snowing. So likely school might be canceled again. So it's just it's just really funny. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what happens. But anyways, that's way off topic. Sorry. Um, on to party chat, people. Sean, this is really a question probably for you. Uh, I don't know if you've used this or not. Bruce asks, have you guys tried to stream to Twitch from Xbox, from the Xbox with Streamlabs Studio and Lightstream? Have you, have um, you tried with that? So is it, I've looked into it uh, and I can't remember why I didn't do it. I think it, at the time it was to do with the internet not being very good. Okay. I haven't yet tried it again since, but I, uh, I don't know. It takes it. I am very, I'm a tech savvy kind of person, but it takes a lot of time for me to sit and figure something out. And if it doesn't work as it's like, as it looks like it should first time, I'll kind of go, well, I'm not going to do that. So I can't be bothered. Um, but I'd like to be able to do it because I can, if you can, because I'm, I'm assuming, is it Lightstream picks up the stream from Twitch? And allows you to add digital overlay overlays and then resends it to Twitch before it actually comes to Twitch. Wow. Okay, I see. So, so Lightstream is what's allowing you to add overlays so that you can, so that you. Okay. All yeah. Right. I think I understand. And I, d I don't know how it works a hundred percent. I haven't ever tried it. Um, I've wanted to try it, but just never really got around to like fully researching it because, um. Actually, the time constraints, dad working, yeah, so on yeah. and so forth. I get you, and I have not, Bruce. I have, uh, I have it go through my computer and use OBS that way when I'm when I'm streaming, which I don't do much of anymore. I need to kind of get back into streaming more than what I am. So, but that's how uh, that's how that's how I roll it. Um, and that was yeah. our only question. Just yeah, go ahead. just very quickly because Bruce is an avid viewer. Um, he's always in the chat and chatting and stuff like that. He's got lots of questions in the Discord. Just a huge shout out if you're a Legend of Zelda fan. Bruce sure. has started making and selling some pretty sweet looking Triforces. Yeah. Um, we will do our best to kind of get the the link to that shared in the Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, he's definitely in the Discord. Um, but yeah, go check it out. They look awesome. Um, he's doing an awesome job. Nice and shiny. Very gold. Just Awesome. Yeah, he's uh, he's currently trying to figure out how much it'll. Uh, well, maybe not like exactly currently, but uh, I've I've hit him up to see how much it would cost to uh, get one to to me in good old Michigan from Canada. Um, so hoping hoping I can hoping I can get one of them. He he like hand makes these things. I mean it it's really like if you go to our Twitter, you will find his his thing his stuff uh the, the, what we retreated from him and you can go to his this discord he has and he shows you how he i mean it's really cool like i mean i mean the guy's the guy's awesome he's got he's got some real skill and they look great if you've been part of extra life with nintendo dads you've probably seen one float around he's done one for the last two years i think and they've given away free given away as a do, like as a as a 
as a gift for donors for extra life. So yeah, I think it's I think it's fantastic. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, go go find his his page. It's awesome. Yep, they look really. I'd, they'd look really nice on like a solid oak looking bookshelf, mm-hmm. like with all like with like other bits and pieces of, of memorabilia. But that'd really stand out because, like they say, they they're so handmade but so well made mm-hmm. and nice and gold and shiny that they just yeah they stand out. Very very elegant pieces of work. So yep. Yeah. What I want to do with it, if I if I can get one. Um, I want to put it, uh, in my office just because I have a bunch of like, I have a bunch of like construction guys. No, no, just a bunch of construction guys that come in that because it's metal, they're going to be like, what, what is that? Like the, I know it's going to draw people's question just because it doesn't look like you're, you know, my nor I have a bunch of like Nintendo toys, but if I put it like on my other side of my desk, people are probably going to think it's construction related and they're going to be like, what is it? I know it'll bring questions and I just can't wait for it. I love it. Yeah. Um, so that's the show. That was uh that's everything. We plenty of different but basically a human thesaurus of penis words this evening. So yeah. I loved it. <laughs> Take us out, man. So thanks everybody for listening. Um if you want to get in touch with us for any reason at all, um extra words to do with a penis uh, you can do that by facebook twitter twitch and youtube all of america game pass news uh, you've got any questions want to get some of your gaming score photos to me you can do so by emailing us at gamepassnewscast at gmail.com if you're listening to us via podcasting app please drop us a review drop us some likes some stars that helps us uh, get noticed gets us up the scales if you want to join in and talk to us in discord you can do by subscribing to our twitch channel um, there you'll find Bruce at all his Triforces. Um, just want to say a massive thanks to, to Bruce. He was in the chat today with the Call of Duty stream. He was in the chat for the Hogwarts stream, and he was in the chat this evening for the podcast. Thank you very much, Bruce, for coming again and again and again. It's awesome to have you. And until next time, guys, we shall see you later. See you later, guys.
Thank you for listening to the Game Pass News.